We are back from our hiatus and welcome you to episode 20 of the No Mercy podcast. Before we jump in, here's a quick update. We have nine new episodes. They'll be released bi-weekly, which will conclude season two. There will be a shorter break following season two, which should include one to two transition episodes before season three. Thank you for your patience in sticking with us or joining us for the first time. You can find out any more information at nomercypodcast.com. Now, let's find out what happened last time on the No Mercy Podcast. The Really Good Four had nearly defeated Count Von Accountant outside of Devodem before he Misty stepped away. The group then gathered all of their items that were confiscated when they were brought to Devodem, and they attempted to escape. Once they made their way outside, Ralric saw the figure from his dreams, as well as scaly McFire tits. Enter Jeremy, our first guest, who comes from Midnight Kingdoms. The individual turns towards you, Rolork, familiar to you wearing a, a white robe, but you can't really see any features. Tirvanus bow is strapped to his back right now. And I am <laughs> staring just straight at you. I'm not making any effort to hide it. Dang. During this encounter, Pip and Funky sneak back to Guinevere and give her her dead husband's ring. They ask for help, but get none. Ralric finally figures out who this mysterious person is that Jeremy is playing. I'll ask you one more time. Who are you and why do I keep seeing you in my visions? I'm just going to slowly knock on my crotch and you and you hear a hard metal sound. <laughs> ping, ping. <laughs> yep, exactly. Pip runs away. Pip's gone. I don't know how to process this. <laughs> just give one, one, final, one final intelligence check. This one will be a little lower. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's a two. <laughs> really, real Oric? It's Bobby. Bobby Sr. Bobby Sr.? <sighs> now it's starting to flood back to you. He went to school with a, a gentleman named Bobby Sr. who was really, really pissed off at you that you named your kid Bobby Jr. <laughs> because then he couldn't. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Really? Ralric confronts Bobby Sr. and struggles to get his bow back. Okay, so you now have it in your hands. And I hold it up, triumphant. Okay. <laughs> Unnecessarily. You may have your bow back, but I still have your son. I turn sharply and with a smoldering gaze, and say, what do you know about my son? Is he alive and normal? Well, he's not quite alive. He's not quite dead. Does he remember anything about his life? Just what I tell him. You know what, Bobby? My son died for real. And if he's just some zombie puppet now, I don't care. That's not a real person. So I'm going to turn and... I'm sure he'd like to hear that. I'm sure he'd react with whatever you filled his brain with. During this commotion, Chest was banished to another dimension, which was a giant ball pit as far as the eye could see. Thunder approached Chest, asking him why he fights, looking to ask him one final time. Single digits. Yes, the, the, this cloud is, uh, or the thunder is moving closer to you after hearing what you said last. Who, who are you? And it just continues to rumble and says, why do you fight? To, to survive, to, to protect my friends, I told you. As soon as you say to protect my friends, and Chess just reappears. And as soon as Chess, as soon as you appear, you hear those those last words echoing in your head and you look around and you see smoke flying out near a pip and funky you can barely even see them they're running into people 
You see Raloric fearing for his life from a dragon as you look around, and then you see this creature in front of you, this person in the white robes with blue flames flying out of his body. Cold. And lightning is starting to enclose on you all. (laughs) And as it does, Chest, what is the safest place that you know? When he was up in the mountains, he had a little cave that he could hang out in when he was by himself. So really Mm -hmm. good for... Welcome to the Sharp Mountain Range. Now, let's jump into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. A new chapter, a new work, a new adventure. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. The really good boy, and here is their story. Much paper strong, but lacking in the smarts. The clerk does the touchy feeling, groovy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon flying bow and a sweet singing gnome. With no mercy, no mercy, no, no, no mercy. No, no mercy. Where we left, left off last is we had chest. He was asked by the Thunder why he fights and gave a couple of answers which weren't satisfactory, but then he said, For my friends, and all of a sudden he came back and you all just disappeared and now you're in a just you can't see anything it's pitch black you you can kind of smell it smells a little it smells pretty musty we do all have dark vision it is like pitch black in here right now so i guess you can maybe kind of see the outlines of some objects you see that this is a room of some sorts but it's very very dark in here right now um but yeah you smell it's musty you smell it kind of smells a little bit like what dog and you just kind of just just land there and you're, so, you're in this place right now. So what happened? We, I mean, we were sort of pulled away, like we were standing there and then like, did we sort of blink our eyes and we were here or did we like, what happened exactly? You all, you, so you saw, you all saw Chest come back from his banishment. And as soon as he came back, you all just kind of blinked away. And now you're in this room together. Okay. Did it make a popping sound? Nope. <laughs> no pops. The the fuck? Where the where the hell are we? You all of a sudden hear barking real loud. <gasps> hey! Get out of my way! Get out of my house! Get out! What, what, You're gonna knock! You have to knock! What, Ma- Maddie? Ah, I don't, get out! Get out! You, 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 you see this figure start moving towards you and a bunch of stuff just knocks over to the ground. And he uh, he gets to Funky first and starts pushing him in a certain direction. Whoa, whoa, whoa what? Uh, I don't know how I got get here. Get out of my house, go! Uh, I, I recognize that voice. Where are, is that Maddie? Get out of my house! Ma- Maddie, it's uh, Chest. Get out of my house! <laughs> it, it's uh, Chest. I don't care where you are. You woke me up. Get out of my house. Knock on my door. I, 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 I'm good at knocking on doors. Can't, can't see anything. Okay. All of a sudden, uh, uh, a lamp comes on and it kind of fills up the room a little bit. And you see there's this a dog that looks like an Australian Shepherd. And it's just continually barking at you, barking at you, barking at you. Oh, yeah. And you see this kind of like if you were to think of an average sized human, except they were at the height of a Goliath. So he's about six feet, 
eight to 10 inches tall, but he's kind of got a build of a human. So a lot weaker than chess. You look at his face and there are wrinkles around his eyes. His eyes look very, very tiny. They're, they're little, little beads of eyes. And then he grabs and pulls on some glasses and all of a sudden his eyes blow up in size. <laughs> now it was dark. Mm-hmm. Um, he turned on a lamp. Is the man barking? And <laughs> the dog, dog is barking. <laughs> fine. That's fine. I feel like this is a fair question for this game. <laughs> so uh, you could look at him and he's got very few whiskers on, on his chin. His hair looks like it's thinning. He's got it pulled back, slicked back, uh, long and white. And he is kind of hunched over a little bit, but he's continually pushing you out. Get out! You have to knock if you want to come in my house! Uh, oh, uh, okay, guys, uh, just, just head out real quick. I, I think... Okay. We're in... Maddie, how did we get to your house? He's continually shoving you towards the door. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> uh, guys, pop out. I met Matt, Maddie's particular. Do we, should I know this person? Or is it somebody... Just, no, no, no. Yeah, it's someone just knows. Oh, okay. Pip, pips outside. Pip, pip okay. scrambles because he wants to get back in and play with that dog. I was actually going to go and try and calm the dog down, but I'm getting pushed out the door, so I'm just going to follow out the door. Okay, so he opens the door, and do you all go out? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he says, knock first! <laughs> and he slams the door, and you you all kind of look around outside. It's still very dark, but there there's a little bit more light from, from the moon here, and you notice there's snow on the ground. You are starting to, even just stepping outside, you're starting to get pretty cold, and you look around and you see nothing but mountains and sparse, deciduous trees. Guys, we're in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Tess yeah. is kind of just looking around, like, wide-eyed, and it's just like, what, what? Well, welcome to the Sharp Mountain Range, fellas. How how'd we get here? I yeah. I'm confused. Did I did I miss something? Did I like? If, did I... if you did, I I did as well. Chest. Uh, last thing I knew, Pip was on my shoulder with a smoky bottle, and I was getting pushed into a dragon ring. Y'all, yeah. fellas, I'm gonna miss my balls because they're gonna freeze off soon. Oh, oh yeah. Who is it? <laughs> Your best friend, Chest, and and. Company. It's, a, it's Chester Bronley. Oh my God! <laughs> the door swings open. He's like, "So great to see you. Did you bring some friends?" Uh, yeah. These are, yeah, Maddie. These are my friends. Come That's in, come in. What are you doing? Get out! You. Get out of the cold. Come on, <laughs> guys. Uh, come on in. Okay. And the dog just starts running up to each of you and like starts trying to jump on you and and attempts to lick at your face. And then it sees chest and just starts like running around in circles and flips on the ground on its back and starts wiggling its paws and then flips back up and starts weaving in between chest legs. Oh, hey, Night Dog. How you doing, Night Dog? Oh, good boy. Oh, good boy. No, dog time. Chest backstory. Say what? <laughs> Hell, is this, this here's, this here's, uh, Maddie Mercy. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. I'm, uh, Sorry, I'm a little confused, Maddie. Um, did how how did we get here? And you look over to him, and he's pulling on a shirt and like trying to get dressed a little bit. And you look on the shirt, and you just see it's like a t-shirt. And in this world, you don't really see t-shirts that much. But you look on it, and it's designed t-shirt with coconuts on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just is looking at him, and he's just like, "Oh shoot, that's that's sweet, Maddie. Is that one of your new pieces?" 
Yeah, that's one of my new shirts. Man, uh, that's good. That's good. What's with the coconuts? I, I heard about them. Okay. From one of my sheep. Oh yeah. And I just made it. Wow. Cool. Okay. It's, it's so great to see you here. I'm sorry that I took your, your house. Um, I I kind of switched with mine, uh, because I missed you a lot, but mostly because yours is bigger. So. I think you're coming back. Hey, uh, that's a man. Of course, that's fine. You, you gave like you, you helped me out a lot. So and I'm not, I, I clearly wasn't using it. So Maddie, what's been going on up here? You know, just been doing the, the old mountain sheep wrangling and, uh, just been making shirts for the tribe and they've been bringing me some, some food and some other things that they find. So it's been about the same, but I'm getting real old. Yeah, man, you must be like what, like thirty-five now or something? Yeah, I just turned thirty-six. Oh man, yeah. Hate wow. you guys. I hate you guys. Hate you guys so much. <laughs> Real old man. Now, hey, Maddie, would you believe it? This uh, my friend Ralric here says he's one hundred and fifty, and he looks over to you, Ralric, and just goes, "That's a fucking liar." <laughs> yeah, that's what I said too. I- yeah, that, that's me. I mean, you're, you're, I think you're the oldest Goliath I, I know, so. Yeah, I don't think anything can get much older than 30, but I, I do, I've done my best. Uh, uh, <laughs> ah, you're, you're killing it, Maddie. Great. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man. Okay. Uh, do, is my bed still here? Could we, like, it's kind of the middle of the night. Maybe we should sort of get some rest and catch up in the morning. Uh, the only thing that I really kept in here was, um, I didn't want to lose your your horn that you have, and I didn't want to lose your two rocks. Oh, well, thanks for keeping those. I appreciate that. Yeah, so I kept those, and I moved all your other crap out. Uh, thanks, uh, I, I, I guess. Um, do you think... Uh, Could we go stay in his house? <laughs> yeah, do you mind if we, like, pop over to the other cave? Is that... Could we stay in there? Uh, yeah, but you might want one of my shirts. Okay. If you're going to go stay over there. Yeah, um, yeah, that's... I forgot where. Um, it's fine for me, but y'all might be cold. It's, uh, it's a little chilly up here. Wait. And he starts motioning for Pip to come over. Give me a little one. I don't think I have one that small, but let me look what I look look at what I have. Oh, uh, okay. And he he runs into this little area. It looks like he's opening a closet, and he's just fiddling through different things. And he sees ah, this is going to be perfect. He looks back at you and runs up and he gives you uh, a shirt that has rocks on it with with sticks and the rocks in like two sticks and he and he says this is i looks I, it looks like you play music i see your instrument so this is these are drums here and he gives you the shirt presents oh, it to you now tyler in hot pink cursive does it say break it on there because that's that's kind of tips look i feel but <laughs> i cautiously but graciously accept this hospitality knowing that rocks and sticks are not warm and snuggly but also thinking i don't really care where we end up staying because pip's got snuggle hut <laughs> are um, you gonna try it on oh yes. yeah pip, pip put it on man those maddie makes some of the coolest shirts i'm in it and it's um po- pointy and heavy in spots <laughs> So he throws over the shirt. It's way too big for you going all the way down to your feet. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of hold hold it up to like a dress almost to make sure you don't step on yourself. Feel like but, a kid wearing one of my dad's suits. This but, is perfect. <laughs> you are currently 
probably the warmest you've ever been. After putting the, this shirt on, you are now super, super cozy and relaxed. It feels like a nice crisp 75 in there. It does have rocks on it, right? Yeah, no, like, pictures. like pic- pictures of oh, rocks. pictures yeah. of I'm rocks. Just... I'm like, what is this shirt made of? <laughs> just rocks. It's made of mountain sheep wool. Nice. Yeah, man, like a merino stuff. I'll take one. <laughs> and he runs back into the closet and looks at Funky. He's like, huh? I think I have just the thing for you. Okay. And he goes goes in and he uh, comes back out and he has like a, a shirt about the same size as the one that Pip had, except this one, the picture on it is like a can almost with a, a liquid inside. Well, oh, oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Oh. I really had my fingers crossed for the mountain sheep's wool thong that Funky was going to get. <laughs> Somehow this would impart all the warmth to him. Don't you worry. I can still take a piece of this and make it into a mountain wool sheep thong. But uh, yeah, Pip looks cozy. Uh, why not? I'll toss it on. And again, you are super duper warm. Ooh. He's like, yeah, th- I think this fits you. That fit the musician. This one fits you. <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah, it's just, it gets you wondering because this was one of my first ones. I'm not very, it wasn't very good at the detail, but it's it's a giant can of fat. A can can of fat? Yeah. Oh, um, oh man, that is that's good, Maddie. Man. That is decadent. Look at his belly. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. I, I get it. It's it beer. That's what got it. That's what got this here. Oh, uh, Tyler, we magically transported, right? Some this. It was magic. It transported all of us and all of our stuff. Yeah. I take off my hat and I look at my hat, and inside yeah, my hat. A hongo. Okay. And then I look at Maddie and say, "Do you have a bit of a warmer hat?" Tell my friend. <laughs> and the Australian Shepherd is just sitting at your feet right now and kind of wagging its tail and looking up at the Hachango. And they're friends? You don't know yet. The Hongo is just like peeking over the hat and just looking down. Butterscotch is staying safe in my hat. I just wanted him to be snuggly and warm too. Um, Pip, that's that's Nidog. Looks like he likes you. Mm-hmm. Hong, my Hongo. He looks like he likes my Hongo. Yeah, I, I don't know. Matt, have you ever seen a Hongo before? They don't really uh, live up here in the mountains. No, what's a hedgehongo? Oh, it's that thing sitting on Pip's head. And he looks at it. Looks dumb. All right, need one for the tall guy over there. Hmm. He kind of eyes you up and down, Rallor. The old tall guy. I'll get Maddie. Get him a cool one. This Rallor's really cool. Uh, <laughs> I am just the one for him. And he runs into the closet, the closet, grabs one out, fry the, the fastest out of all of them, and throws it at Rolork. And you look on it, and it's like a stick figure, except the stick figure has, like, everything is stick except for the thigh region. <laughs> like, super detailed. Thighs are huge. Uh, they're, they're slightly red on the top. He's like, this is for our friends. Does he know? Uh... Well, uh, no, he didn't, he don't know. He doesn't know about the thigh slapping. Oh, I know. He, you know, he knows. I know. He, oh, he knows. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize. Yeah. He really doesn't know. <laughs> Rory doesn't know. <laughs> oh yeah, Ralric knows all about it. He's uh, he's real good with the Goliath rituals. I don't know how he knows them all, but I gave him a hand axe. He held it for a while. He gave it back to me too. <laughs> he knew that ritual. Important details. Ah, so I mean. Kind of tired. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll head over to my to your old cave, uh, Maddie, and we'll we'll catch you in the, catch up in the morning. Sounds good. Hey, Night Owl, why don't you go 
show them where it is. And Come on, boy. the dog on, runs up to the door, jumps up and bites on like a little ring yes. for the door and then pulls it, pulls the door open and starts walking outside waiting for you. I love this dog. I am out the door after the dog. Good boy. Come on, fellas. I'll show you over to, well, Maddie's old cave, I guess, our cave tonight. And chest heads out. It's only like a two or three minute walk. It's pretty, if we were let out, you probably would have been able to easily see the, the other cave. But you get to the other cave and um, it's, it's pretty barren as you enter it. The only things that you really see are just makeshift workout equipment. It's just mostly rocks attached to sticks <laughs> um, and d- different different size rocks uh, for different weights and such. Oh, nice, man. Maddie didn't throw this stuff out. Oh, good. Guys, we can do some workouts. Don't worry. I'm a little tired tonight, though, so don't... Hey, let's... In the... Ah, man, I'm so excited. I'll show you in the morning. Okay. Um, all right. I'll... Uh, let's uh, let's get some shut-eye, fellas. Should we should we keep a, a watch here? I mean, it seems like you know this area. Oh, yeah. No, no. We don't need to keep a watch. We got an eye dog up. There's not really much up here. I'm already tranced out. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> can, can I try and snuggle with the dog? Uh, it pretty much just led you to here and then went back. Oh, I'll curl, curl up in a little dwarf ball then. <laughs> I'm going to get in my shirt. Yeah, Chest is just going to lay down against... Uh, actually, Chest, before he uh, goes to sleep, is just going to kind of walk around the cave a bit, taking a peek at all this stuff and like looking at his old workout equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's in pristine condition. <laughs> is... Uh, is is my uh, is the tusk in here or sorry the horn? No, no, that's in Maddie's so place. The, the horn and the two large rocks are still in okay Maddie's place. Okay, just just kind of looks around and just kind of huh. Okay. How do we get here? And sits sits down and sort of leans up against the wall and closes his eyes. Is the kegs are they still in the Sharp Mountain Range? Like they're still part of this community? Are you asking me or is Pip asking Chest? Or? I'm asking all of you as <laughs> outside of the game. I just can't remember if that was something that has been established. Yeah, the the cags were part of part of my group of Goliaths. Okay. Funky is gonna find a place that's like near the window and the door where I can see both. Or yeah, I guess just like the entrance <laughs> where things would come at us. I would like to be like in an area that I could be awoken, possibly. Okay. There you go. Tips invisible. I'm in a snuggle bubble. Okay. Oh, Chest is very much at home in this barren rock cave and is just sleeping with his head against the rock wall. With his rock lobster? No rock lobsters. All right, so you all kind of start to slowly drift off to sleep. Chest, always the one to go to sleep first, goes to sleep even faster than normal. He just looks completely splayed out and comfortable and you just hear his loud snoring. The rest of you are not very comfortable sleeping on this very rocky ground. It's it's pretty smooth um, in this cave just from so much use, but you're still not very comfortable, but... So he, much use? Was Chess just sliding around this place on his body to wear down the stone? <laughs> this used to be Maddie's place. Well, yeah, place okay. Uh, it's a good thing we don't have blacklight. <laughs> so you're having trouble getting to sleep, but soon just the pure exhaustion of being near Devodem and in Devodem just completely takes over and you pass out. After you pass out, our friend Raloric, currently in his trance, or Raloric, currently in his trance, just hears a voice and you hear, we back, baby. 
<laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, you can say something back, but that's just what he said. To you. Um, who's we and where are we back to? This is Tirvanis. Oh, I can do it. Yeah. Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah, you kind of just made a pretty dumbass decision and y'all got captured. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we I was with that dick close to that dragon. You know how much we hate dragons, Relic. Yeah, that must have been torture. And that guy was a dick, so double torture. Mm-hmm. Anywho, just letting you know, because you're you're shooting at, at the these uh, dragons and Bobby Sr., kind of like upgrading a little bit for you like you got me back i appreciate it i think i think i can do a little bit more for you oh that's cool uh why are you so scared of the dragon though you ran away i don't really know i just got that feel of dread oh also it killed everyone i know (laughs) (laughs) true true (laughs) so so there is that Mm, yeah pretty pretty traumatic time in my history (laughs) yeah i'm not really sure how to transition here that's okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I used to be pretty happy-go-lucky, but, you know, I used to be able to get along with innkeepers, but yeah. they just don't want any of my lies. Any lies. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to be able to hit things a little bit e- easier. So now, instead of being a plus two to dragons, it is now plus two to everything. <laughs> oh, shit. And a plus four to dragons. Oh, shit. I should write that down. Surely we can hit dragons now. As long as Ben, not if I have to roll. It's just as long as Ben's not rolling. I'm really not into you being afraid of them. Like, I know it killed your family and all, but like, dude, it's a dragon. You kind of got to kill it or just fuck off. So, yeah. (laughs) And he kind of just describes how he's instilled the bow with just a sense of calm so that when you have it on your person you can no longer be feared by dragons. For some reason, I really thought you were going to say <laughs> the bow just goes through the steps of like a cognitive behavioral therapy program. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD counseling. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I got for you. You got, got, any, got anything for me? Uh, I'm just glad you're back. Yeah. It's been, it's been really, um, I've been really down without you. You know, I don't, I appreciate that. I just want to let you know that I'm currently taken. I'm also a bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ralric already started those good bow strokes. So, <laughs> oh, I'm being bow zoned. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Wait, who are you taken by? <laughs> One of Chess's hand axes. I mean... <laughs> She's a lush. <laughs> that feels like, you know, conversation for another day. But tell me about you. Oh, for some cosmos. <laughs> wow. Well, I learned some um, new chopping skills while you were away. Oh, yeah. Impressed a lot of people. Like I heard about it. that in the God Circles up there. You were talking yeah. about it? That was, that, was, that was the talk <laughs> of the town for a little bit, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually get to see it, but I heard about it. I was chopping in the name of Corellon, so. Uh, yeah, I mean. Chop in the name of God. Divine slice. I, I appreciate that. Just, you know, throw me a bone every once in a while. Chop in the name of Tirvanas. Absolutely. All right, well, I got to go do some, like, demigod shit. Um, <laughs> you need anything else? 
No, I'm I'm just happy you're here. Yeah. We'll talk again soon. I hope. Yeah. Ttyl. <laughs> <laughs> kind of taken. Classic elf brevity. Right. He's <laughs> taken. Actually, uh, I'm not really a bow. I'm a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my horse. <laughs> <laughs> be honest I'm surprised <laughs> alright so you kind of go back into your trance and funky you start to just continually get deeper and deeper and deeper into the sleep just almost feeling like a weight has been lifted in a way that you're in the situation that unsafe situation that you were in before your fault mostly as you as you may may have thoughts in the past but kind of that that's starting to lift off of your shoulders now that you're in a more safe place but just the idea of endangering these people still uh, runs heavy on your mind and as you're falling deeper into the sleep you just start hearing the flicking of a coin starts flicking up and down flicking up and down and it goes into your vision and you see it again similar to the coin that you've seen in the past except this time it stops and the hand catches it and you just hear funky are you ready to follow me and get your powers back? Who, who, who are you? You just need to trust me. Uh, <laughs> feel like, well, feel like uh, Bucky's pretty scarred in the trust department. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, in, inside. <laughs> uh, go for it. Eighteen. Okay. You are trying to incite a god. <laughs> oh. And. Uh, an 18 is high, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to really know the intentions because this is not familiar territory for you. Okay. When we were in All Tale, were there any gods that had coin sim- symbols? History check. Me or Funky? It's not my dream. Oh. Uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> funky wouldn't think that far, so I probably won't make one. Okay. Yeah. But I'm curious, but Claire's curious. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I I guess I will listen tentatively because okay. last time I blindly listened, it got me into some shit. You don't need your eyes to listen. Yeah, so the, the voice presses further and says, lift up your hands. Uh, oh, oh okay. Like, like, raise the yes, roof. That's exactly raise. where I was going. Should, like raise the roof type? But, uh, would, <laughs> Is this guy going to take Funky's shirt off? Is he like putting his hands up so can take his shirt off? You just got that shirt. <laughs> if you take the shirt, I'm pretty sure I got nothing underneath because it's just a robe, right? We all just went to straight red No, you just, you just got the sweet shirt. Oh, from... yeah. The, right. Okay. Never mind. Forgot we got the shirt. Funky and Ben have very similar memories. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I'll, okay. I'll raise my, my hands up. Okay. As you raise your hands, the prestidigitation spell goes off from them and you feel like a slight breeze fly up into the air like like the Marilyn Monroe kind that makes sure. my sure <laughs> except there's no Marilyn Monroe <laughs> yeah I know that's me like I'm wearing a robe with nothing under it I know <laughs> the breeze it does go up your robe uh okay cool uh what what's what's this all about do you trust me uh I'm apprehensive just because of things that have happened and you trust got me into some trouble recently so, uh, tentatively, yes. Do you want your powers back? You need to fully trust me, Funky. Uh, yeah, that that would be cool. I, I feel, to, to quote a friend, I, I feel flaccid. He doesn't even get a 
name first? Like you're not in this, as you said. I'm not in this. <laughs> I'm not in this, guys. Who? Yeah. Uh, who? Can I at least know who you are? You can if Claire doesn't prompt you first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've seen. I know I've seen this coin before, but or heard the coin before, but I I don't really know much. Who? Yeah. Who? Who are you? What? What's with the coin? Why do I keep seeing this coin? This is the only second time you've seen it, Funky. And the other time I helped you. Again, you need to trust me. Uh, uh, okay. I, I guess, yes. Yeah. I'm disappointed that it took it that little effort in order for you to trust me after what you just went through, Funky. You put them all in danger. You had a god that you were following that wasn't really your own and a little precedentation, and all of a sudden you are willing to jump back on a god bandwagon. You are not ready. You are not worthy of these powers. You need to figure shit out. And you wake up all of a sudden in a cold sweat. Oof. Did you, did you pee yourself? A little bit. That's not what a cold sweat is. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna step outside of the cave and just kind of stand out in the cold for a bit. Do you have your t-shirt on? Get some air. Cry about something. Uh, yeah, I haven't taken it off. Okay. So the, the bottom of the t-shirt gets a, a little wet in, in the snow and you're standing outside. You're still quite warm with the shirt on. And you kind of hear in the distance. <laughs> you can give a perception check. Uh, seventeen. You you look over to where you heard that sound from, and you see this figure just jumping up alongside of a cliff face. And you just hear. Uh, I'm going to try and quietly approach. Okay, it's probably like a good three hundred feet away. Oh, or the the cliff face. But you just kind of see this silhouette of a figure hopping up it. Don't spook the livestock. Yeah. D- does it look like? Does it look humanoid, or does it look like a sheep? Looks like it's probably an animal. Um, I'm gonna look at the cave for a second. I look back at the animal, and I'm gonna try and get a little closer and see. I want to see what this thing is. <laughs> okay. Uh, you get closer, and you can see that there are more little figures hopping up, and it looks. You've seen sheep before, so it looks like a sheep, except a little thinner, and the legs look a little stronger. And you look up at the cliff face, and you are unsure how the hell these sheep are jumping up along the cliff face, Mm. up and down. It it looks very sharp, very, very steep, and you're kind of getting a realization of why this was called the Sharp Mountain Range, was because they did not have a lot of creativity, and they were just very, (laughs) very direct. Tyler, the Goliaths are literal people. Very true. Okay, I guess now that I've seen that they're that they're sheep uh, or sheep like, I probably wander back toward the cave. Okay, uh, then do you go back to sleep? Uh, yeah, tentative. Yeah, yeah, I'll go back to sleep. Okay. It's kind of an uneasy sleep after what I just went through. So you all just kind of slowly wake up in the morning to the sound of sticks being attached to rocks being lifted up in the air. Uh, next to you. Hey, Jess, getting a little workout in this morning? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, Chess, I mean, it, Chess would actually be up. Uh, Tyler, I don't know if you were implying that it was Chess, but. I was. Okay. <laughs> Who else is in here lifting weights with us? This has now become more, much more concerning. <laughs> yeah, what I was going to say is you'd, you'd see Chess kind of like going around the room 
working out really excitedly. Like think like um, Footloose dance scene, except weightlifting. <laughs> so I just made him watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he's like, he's doing pull-ups and he's like running and jumping and like lifting his rocks and sticks and stuff. And you, you look and you also see that Nidog is kind of following him around. And so when he, when he starts jumping, Nidog starts jumping and just kind of following him around and like doing as best as he can with little, little exercises. So you see Chess kind of lifting up a rock and doing squats. And then you look over and Nidog has like a very, very small rock in, in his mouth. But he's also doing squats. Shoot, Tyler, that's really good. That's great. That's great flavor text right there. Uh, yeah. Well, I I don't know about you guys, but uh, I I could use a, a beer. It's been a long time. I think we ran out like the night after the or night before the lobster. It's a long dry time for Funky. Yeah. Just looks over and he's like, "Oh, morning." Morning. Hope I didn't wake you up. Nope. Um, I uh, yeah. Hope you guys slept well. This is uh, this is Maddie's cave. My cave's a little com- more comfortable. But um, welcome uh, to the Sharp Mountain Range. I still don't know how we got here, but um, Funky, I don't I don't know. You'll have much luck finding beer up here. Ain't much up in these mountains. These mountains. Uh, Do they have that weird like fermented sheep's milk? <laughs> I was gonna say. Some sort of Dothraki-esque, yeah. but colder. We, we got some. We got a couple things that might you might like. Uh, I can we can look for, but um, uh, well, uh, I mean that'll involve heading into the into the camp. Are you not allowed in the village anymore? Because uh, you were asked to leave, right? Is this Pip or Claire? This is Pip. I'm Pip. Hi. <laughs> you t- you told us that you lost a fight and you got yeah. kicked out. So what happens if you come back? What? Well, see, see, there's the thing, Pip. I, I don't know. I, I mean, no one's ever come back. I mean, usually, usually when you get kicked out, you leave, and most of the time the elements take them because they're weaker. But yeah, uh, but you didn't exactly come back. You were kind of zapped back. Like but, I don't. Did you have control over where you put us? I feel like no, you did this to us. <laughs> Pip, I, I have no idea what's going on. I just, I was in a ball pit and then some thunder was talking to me and then I came back and saw all y'all running around with the dragon and then all of a sudden we were here. I like, feel like we didn't have those details as characters until no. right now. You were in a ball pit? What's a ball, what's a ball pit? <laughs> Last time you said thunder was talking to you, you were talking to your pee? Yeah. So, yeah, I, well, I wasn't talking to my pee this time because I was in a ball pit. You don't pee in a ball pit, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Remember yeah, when I went up? Actually, surprisingly good etiquette. Yeah. Okay. When, <laughs> when I went up to Bobby Sr. and last thing I remember is he kind of reached out and touched my arm. And then all of a sudden I was just in kind of like this gigantic ball pit it was you know balls as far as the eye could see and i didn't know where i was and how did it make you feel seeing all the balls uh i don't know pretty excited i guess it was like i mean it's kind of fun but uh, then you know some thunder start started passing over and some lightning started striking around me and i heard that, that thing talking to me again i don't know what it was but it asked me why i fight and I got, you know, after it, it talked to me and it sort of left and then it, eventually I got frustrated and said, I, you know, I fight to protect my friends and all of a sudden I, I came back 
from from the ball pit place and i was there for an instant and i saw y'all and then next thing i knew we were in maddie's cave i got no idea how we got here i thought maybe it was pip because pip's always doing magic but pip didn't know either i know it wasn't me because I, I can't do that right now yeah no it certainly wasn't you funky I, I I got no idea how we got here, and Pip, I don't know what what's gonna happen if I go back into the camp. I'm not I'm not sure I should, but if Lokag's there, I kind of wanna kind of wanna get even with him. Mm-hmm. You only once heard thunder that you yelled at, right? Yeah, it, it, there was like, that when we were with, when we were with the lobster. Yeah, before we did made that river cross, and I heard it. Lobster fever dreams. But you have had. Oh, nobody gets sandy about this. Just, you have had visions with F-U-L in them, haven't you? He's been talking to you? Well, yeah, I mentioned, like, remember, I mentioned in the cart, um, you know, when, when Funky threw that uh, a dagger at me. <clears throat> uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that. It uh, went into my leg, and I, like, I passed out, and... I chatted with F.U.L. and he told me I was his divine link. But you saw him, like he showed his form to you. Yeah, he was like a big monkey thing. I think this thunder might be something else. Well, you, yeah, I mean, it seems like it. Do you, because it, I think it's protecting us. And well, I never seen it. It's obvious. I don't think it's F.U.L. because he would have just shown himself to you. I never seen thunder protect anyone though. But do you, do you still have that dagger chest? Yeah, I do. I'm sorry about that. I I'm not really sure what came over me. It save it, it funky. And now's not the time. Listen, I I'm confused. I'm just as confused as all y'all. And I wanna there's a lot of things going through my head right now. I mean, I, I never thought I'd be back in this mountain range. I mean, I'm excited y'all are here to see it. It's a really quite pretty, but and I mean you can see all my sweet weights and my sweet cave that I used to used to hang out in but you know and then I got I got the camp you know just near, right nearby low cags right there I could go get even with them I just I don't know I don't know what the others will say can I do a history or a religion check you can try which one should it be what are you doing oh I guess they're the same I want to know if I recall there is an obvious god that's associated with thunder and lightning. And I rolled a 15 plus 3. My history and religion are both plus 3. Okay. So yeah, that would be religion then. And you know that um, you've heard of Kord. Kord? He, yeah. Uh, is he second. another fucking evil god? Because I'm I'm over it, Chess. Stop, stop looking up with evil gods. <laughs> So what you know about Kord is Kord is the storm god and lord of battle. He revels in strength, battlefield prowess, and thunder. Fighters and athletes that have heard of him, they haven't really heard of many gods out here in the, the Sharp Mountain Range, but they those that have heard of him revere him. He is, and I'm just going to keep reading this description of him. He is a mercurial god, unbridled and wild, who summons storms over land and sea. Those who hope for better weather appease him with the prayers and spirited and in that fancy sheet you have, does it say notoriously evil? Occasionally. Uh, no, you you know him to be a good god. Okay, finally, let's get back on a good track here. All right, <laughs> so I tell people what I know about Chord and hips into him because chords is how you make music. So, e. E. do you know a lot of, about gods? My 
family founded Gamut. So, yes, I took Theology 101. <laughs> oh, we, uh, I pretty much just learned about Mask and Cyric, and that was really it. Yeah, even though we all worship Pan, uh, my uh, great, 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 the right number of greats, grandfather thought it was important for us to learn about the world religions, even though we knew that Pan was our main Pan. Have you... You ever heard about a god with a coin? I'm doing it, Tyler. Go for I'm it. I'm gonna roll this check. No, I haven't. I rolled an 11. <laughs> you... Got a gambling. Got a gambling? <laughs> You've heard of a goddess of good fortune, but, like, the name and kind of everything about it is, tr- is kind of escaping you, but, like... It's, it's one of those things like, oh, what's the name? What's the name? What's the name? And you can never think of it. Tip of my tongue. Yeah. She helps you with the slots. <laughs> but, you, but you know, a coin is, a face-up coin is the symbol. Okay. I tell Funky that stuff. Oh, uh, well, thanks. Actually, you would probably know with your background in theology, even with an 11, you probably know that this is Timora. You can't really recall many um, my My brain kind of corrected that too. Triborg. Is it a good god? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right, so Timora, but mm-hmm. I don't really have a ton of information about her. Right. Oh, well, I, at least that's an, a name. Um, thanks. Didn't really give you good fortune, though. Kind of shut you down. Well, he hasn't been worshipping her. Guess not. <laughs> uh, hey, Chess, about that dagger, has it... Has it ever vibrated for you? Uh, no, I don't think it's that kind of dagger, Funky. <laughs> it definitely is that kind of dagger. Uh, I think it's probably just one of your many other things that you got. No, the dagger was definitely vibrating. No, Funky, it's never vibrated. Oh, okay. Really? It's never vibrated for chest? I don't think so. Don't think so. It just gave you feelings. I think you 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 touch you touched it, and that's I think what drove you into that that vision. But I don't if I remember correctly. I don't believe it was it vibrated. No, it didn't do vibrating and pointing like it mm-hmm. did with funky. No, it didn't. Cool. Just as an interested party who has held that dagger before, I don't think I should hold it again. Agree. Yeah, I'm pretty okay with that, funky. I'm uh, gonna hold on to this. I, I didn't I didn't tell you guys when it vibrated, but. Would you tell me if it vibrated? It vibrated a lot yes. for me. Sure, I'll tell you if your crazy knife vibrates. Okay, thanks. Pasty's trying. <laughs> Fellas, let's... Uh... Speaking of weapons, I was going to tell everybody what happened in my sleep. Guess what happened while I was trancing out last night? Oh, I, I wouldn't even... Elf stuff? I, I wouldn't even know that you had Tirvanas back. Well, you'd see it, right? Yeah, I guess I'd see <laughs> Oh, shit! Ralark, you got it back! I did, and last night in my sleep, um, it talked to me. We're like super in tune now, so now I can talk to it. Your your bow talked to you. Yep. Huh. Well, that's it's happy, it's happy to be back with me. Uh, right. Okay. And I feel the same. <laughs> hey, man. I'm, so, I'm... so we just had chest like chastise chunk funky about oh daggers don't vibrate or do things for you. It's like yeah, but I talked to my bow. No big deal. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, and he believes. Well, I said, and and I responded with. Oh, that's yeah, okay. <laughs> that makes but sense. it's me, so he totally believes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. And and it said that it's upgraded itself um, so that I will do better. <laughs> how, how does a bow upgrade Upgr- itself? It's just a piece. And just you, a piece, you notice it's, a piece of wood. it's magical. You look at the bow, 
and you see it's a little bit different than before. The how it looks now is the picture in our Discord, where you now see kind of a vine wrapping around the bow, and just the middle of the bow now looks like a dragon's head. Yeah, badass. Relic, when did when did you have time to 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 carve it like that? I didn't carve it. I, I did it itself. What? How does? I don't know, man. It's magical. Okay, uh, man. It must have been another pip thing. Uh, that does actually remind me of something. So we got a whole bunch of stuff, right, guys? And I just kind of dump out the bag of holding. To, oh, because we got our stuff back. Period. Yeah, we. I mean, we never really spent the time to figure out what a lot of this was. Should we start doing that? What do you mean? We know where all this stuff is. Um, I don't know. Like, there's a there's a cube in here that we found, and there's a, a an eyeball covered robe in here. I don't know what that stuff is. There's a few other things too. Like, I, I've got this snaky stick. <laughs> Seems like it should do something more than just be a cool looking snaky stick. <laughs> well, you probably are attuned with it now since you slept with it on your person. Also, speaking of which, Tyler, I've now slept with that. I guess, I don't know if I would have taken The dagger. Well, not the dagger, the armor. Oh, and the armor. No, you have to be awake and pretty much concentrating on... Oh, okay. So Attuning with this thing, I think, for an hour. And Okay, so I... I, so I but I wouldn't know to do that. Probably not. But I know what I want to do, and I just jump out of the cave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> jump so far. Well, guess Pip's leaving. <laughs> in his boots. Uh, boot. What's in. everyone else want to do? <laughs> <laughs> jump, jump up, jump, jump about. Go down, jump around. Monkeys in withdrawal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we got a whole bunch of stuff in here. Like uh, you, you pilfered a. Well, actually, I don't know if I know this. The necklace off the lobster. Yep. And there's a green robe in here. I don't know what any of this stuff is. We just kind of been stuffing it in bags and packs and wandering around with it. You know what, Funky? Let's sit down and we'll do do an inventory in a bit. But let's let's go check in with Maddie and see what's been going on, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, you guys want me to hold it in the bag? I promise I'm not gonna run away with stuff. Yeah, you. I mean, sure. It it doesn't get heavier. I've noticed that much. I can keep stuffing stuff in. You saw chest. I can put a whole bunch of things in here, and it just keeps staking. I, I did see you do that, and then you lied to me about it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Pip. I didn't know that I could trust people. See that uh, line over there on the wall, and uh, you see like a line about what's what? How high can you jump? Five times your strength. Oh. Uh, uh. Something like that. Anyway, you see a lion like way up the wall of the cave, and he's like, "That's my that's my mark from this morning. I just just beat my last record pretty handily. Think you could beat it? Can I jump up there? Go for it. Do I have to roll or do I just jump? Well, first we'll need Chess to roll to see if he can beat his old mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, athletics. Athletics. Uh, that's a fourteen. Okay, you were a lot younger back then, so you're you're able to just get over uh, where you did before. And Pip, are you gonna give it a try? Oh, you know I'm gonna give it a try. Athletics. I I'm I'm gonna argue for acrobatic because I want to try to do a backflip while I do this. To high jump? Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's it's like half of a Fosbury <laughs> flop. Don't front to me. I used to do high jump. <laughs> either way, either way, you want it to be athletics? That's cool. Soko. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I rolled a nat 20. Uh, 
No, but if I had acro- acrobatics, it would have been 26. My athletics is zero, so it's just a 20. Okay, so you, you get a very nice jump. You're able to touch the mark where you see um, the number three written next to that mark. And so, you, you look over to chest, and chest, you would know that this was the mark from when you were three years old. Chest's merch, and he's like, oh, that was, I'm, hey, man, that was, that was pretty good for for a little gnome, Pip. That was... Uh, that I was, was literally I, my best jump I can do. I can't I, do a better one. Hey, that. that's about how high I jumped when I was your size. That was when I was three. Yeah, you were taller than her <laughs> three, or him at three. <laughs> I, I mean, about that size anyway. Maybe a little bigger, but you know. Oh, I'm so small. <laughs> All right, guys, if you need to use any of my workout equipment, feel free to do so. Um, I'm going to go chat with Maddie. I'm going I'm to pump some rocks, apparently. I'm going to do some elf stretches. <laughs> it's been a few days since I've done my routine. I'm hanging out where Pip and Rauric are. Cool. <laughs> so do you approach or or leave the, the the cave chest? Yeah, yeah. I'm heading over to the other cave. Okay. You head over to the other cave. Door's closed right now. I, kn- I knock. Who is that? Maddie, it's chest. Oh, why did you say so? Come on in. <laughs> I head in. Maddie, you you smell in the air right now. Ugh, you haven't had this in so long. Sheep stew. <laughs> yeah, chest uh, chest smells that, and he's just like Maddie. Oh man, is that sheep stew? Huh? It's been a long time since I had that. Yep. You mind if I get a bowl? You can go right for it. Sorry. Go right for it. Oh man, that's great. So chest gets himself a bowl. And just sits down next to Maddie, and it's just like Maddie. What? Uh, sorry, it was a little. Sorry for all the confusion last night. Some some weird stuff's been going on. Long story short, I don't know how we got here. Well, you broke into my house. Well, uh, yeah, you I don't know. Knocked I mean, first. I, I get, well, believe me, Manny, I would have if I if I could have. But we. How sort- can you not knock? You know how to knock. You did it right before you came here. I know, but it was it was a different weird thing. I don't really know. It was like, you know, we were in. We were down, not even in the mountains. We were down in some other town, and then I blinked my eye, and I was here. It was just... You're starting to sound like those other people who believe that they can just move from one place to another without walking. You're starting to sound a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know it sounds crazy, Maddie, but, like, I'm just... Listen, maybe, I don't know, maybe someone gave me some sort of poison or something. Anyway, point is, I'm back... How how's everything been? What's going on with the clan? Uh, I don't get much news from them. Uh, Medium Cag is going to come pick up a, a delivery today, so you could pr- probably say hi to him if you wanted to. But he doesn't really, you know, I don't really talk to him that much because he's a, such a stupid idiot. Yeah, he was always pretty dumb. Yeah, he's so weak and not strong at all. <sighs> Man, I don't really. Listen, I mean, you know what happened to me, right, Maddie? Like, I mean, or not you know, but you remember. I... I'm pretty pissed off at the Cags. I I found out they they cheated. Like, you, you remember Skull Stanley lost to High Cag? Skull Stanley, that's him. Yeah, that that is him. And he <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he. Well, you I don't know if you do you remember the sword they were using the sort of the family sword they've been using for a while. Yeah, that blue thing. Yeah. Well, it turns out it's it's some sort of magical sword. That gives them extra strength. I don't really know how it works. Yeah, that sounds stupid. It. I mean, it does, but... Did these I mean, people tell you this? That well, swords are, are magic? Uh, 
Well, it, it's a long story, Maddie. There's, <laughs> I've been learning a lot of stuff last last couple of years, and anyway. Goliath ain't for learning. You're learning a lot of stuff. What are you, an idiot? <laughs> Got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's 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 weird, but I kind of got it to survive down there, Maddie. It's tough. They don't they don't understand our ways up here. They don't even do they don't even do any of their thighs thigh stuff. They don't swear on thighs. They don't Well they they have fight pits at least, right? You know, it's pretty hard to find them, actually. I, I, it was crazy. Like, I took, I found a couple, and I even won a pretty big one, but it was not easy to find. People are weird down there. They don't even arm wrestle very much. They don't arm, then what do they do for fun? I'm not really sure. I mean, that dwarf seems to drink a lot of, uh, well, it's called beer. It's kind of like the, the milk we have up here. Tastes uh, way worse, though, you know? Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, maybe that's why... Uh... He turned out the way he did, and I gave him that shirt. Maybe that's okay. <laughs> well, you know what? He's he's a whole nother story. But anyway, I. What do you think will happen if I head back into town? Uh, I don't think I mean, you've been around a lot. That's a good idea, Chess. Yeah, you've been around a lot longer than me, but I never seen someone come back after being kicked out. I don't think anybody's ever. I don't think that's ever happened. I kind of want to. I know it's. I know it's dumb, but I kind of want to get. Fair fight against Lokag. Okay, you're just gonna be like, I kind of want to murder Lokag. That's kind of the thing I want to do. <laughs> you know, it's uh, I know it's it's I'm not supposed to be back there, but hey, how's how's uh, how's my sister doing? Uh, I uh, her trial's coming up soon. Yeah, do you know who she's fighting? Uh, I haven't I haven't heard yet, but um, rumor is it might be. Very low keg. <laughs> Not middleest keg. <laughs> God damn it! Listen, you gotta. I don't know what you can do, but you gotta make sure. You gotta make sure they don't use the that sword. It's it's cheating, you know. Chess, I can't go back there. I I'm too old. I'm lucky that they still are willing to to trade with me in order for me to keep taking care of these sheep. Yeah, you're right. Okay, well. Uh, maybe I'm gonna show some of these guys around. You mind if I show them your your sheep? Yeah, you can show them that. Um, medium cag's probably gonna come through in another hour or so. Okay, well maybe I'll just take a walk around the area, show them the area, and then I'll be back within the hour. All right, that sounds good. Uh, so Chess would head back over to actually Chess would head over to the um, to the bed uh, where or wherever the the horn is and the two rocks. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Matt, do you mind if I take these? Uh, go for it. They're yours. Yeah, thanks. Hey, thanks for keep holding on to them for me. I appreciate it. Oh, they're very special. Yeah, they are. He picks them up and heads heads back over to the other cave. Okay, so you head back over. Yes. Uh, yeah. Rory, did we know that Chest had family? Like that he had a sister? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think we ever bothered to ask. <laughs> Bad friends. Yep. I'm a good friend. I threw a dagger at him. <laughs> Best of friends. It was a free circumcision that went wrong. Really, really wrong. I thought Ralark was the only one who dealt free circumcisions. Mm. No, those are uh, dick-cision. Those are Prince Albert's with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> so you head back over to the other dag- uh, the other cave. Yeah. And uh, Nidog follows along. Oh, uh, good. Hey, Nidog. <laughs> good boy. Yeah, chest heads in and just sets down the... A horn in the rock over by some of his workout equipment. And he's just like, listen, fellas, do you want to check out the area? This is, uh, 
This is my old the old area I used to come hang out in, so uh, I'm, I can show you around. You know, Maddie said we could go check out his uh, his block. Yeah, I want to go out in your old stomping grounds. Let's yeah, those sheets. I'm gonna <laughs> wrangle them. Uh, uh, just out of curiosity, I saw some sheep last night on a cliff that probably shouldn't have sheep. How did that happen? <laughs> oh, those are Maddie's. Those are Maddie's mountain sheep. They live up here. What you never seen mountain sheep before? No. I have oh. not seen sheep that can do that. What? Oh, okay. Are they yeah. like spiders? Spider sheep? No, they're just, I mean, they're just real good at climbing cliffs. Like, I mean, they adapted and they survived. That's what That's what happens up here in the mountains. And Pip's not super surprised because he's seen pictures from fantasy Morocco of sheep that climb trees. <laughs> oh, wait, maybe they're goats. Either those are, way. Those are goats. They got square eyes. <laughs> square eyes. Sheep are only nimble and... No, square pupils. They got square pupils. Goats are weird. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the sheep aren't. I mean, they've been around for a while. We didn't do much with them. Maddie was the first one to actually like take some time and and start, you know, using. Uh, he actually started like making those shirts from their uh, their fur. Well, that is working out quite well. I am very toasty. Yeah, they're... I'm pretty sure I got the bottom of my shirt damp just by how toasty I am up top. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, gross, but. <laughs> yeah they're they're i mean they're some of the warmest things i've ever worn i didn't know those sheep had such warm fur so oh you all right pip excuse you um let's let's go take a let's go take a walk and uh want to be back within the hour so just just would head towards the uh the sheep okay so you they start heading towards the the mountainside and nidox following along and Every once in a while, Chess would pick up a stick and throw it. And Nidog runs and grabs a stick and runs back to you. And you're kind of walking through the snow towards the, cl- the cliff face. And you all look up and you can see these sheep. Looks like sheep. And they're just jumping up and down along the cliff face. There's probably about 10 of them. And Nidog looks to you and kind of sits down and starts wagging his tail and looks at the sheep expectantly. Like he's waiting for you to let him go. Chess looks down and he's like, go get him, boy. And you look and you see Nidog run up to the to the side of the mountain full speed and you kind of get kind of cons- concerned but then he starts running up the side and hurting these mountain sheep that are on the cliff cliff at face and starts bringing them back down murdering half the flock <laughs> Ch- chess looks this over, is wonderful chess looks over at um at them he's like ain't this cool that uh not, we don't even know where my dog came from but he's uh real good with these sheep helps that helps out a lot i don't think maddie could uh could do this without him that's a, he looks like a good, good boy. That's a real fine dog. Um, Chess, Chess would uh, sort of walk him, like, as the sheep came down, he'd sort of just show him, be like, so, yeah, this. I mean, these are the mountain sheep. You, you can see, like, their their feet are real good. Like, they're kind of split. You can kind of walk up and down the cliff face. Will the sheep come right up to us? Can I uh, touch a sheep? They and are... Can I touch Nadon? They're very hesitant with all of you except for Chess. They're not used to other humanoids. I want to ride one. <laughs> I want to make this happen. Yeah, they 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 ain't seen uh, anyone other than Goliath before, so. Nope. I rolled an eight for animal handling. <laughs> I would like to try and calm the sheep so that Pip can ride it. <laughs> so so you all see Pip just kind of holding arms straight out, running towards the sheep, like, <laughs> I'm friendly, I'm friendly, and the sheep <laughs> just start bolting, start uh, running up the wall again. Pip, come on, uh, come on, Pip. Huh? You can't you can't just run up to him like that. 
Listen, I'll uh, I'll show you. Okay, so I'll, I'll take you for a tour of the area. You saw the two caves. Uh, we got the sheep pasture here, uh, and then. Uh, Do we get to go to town? Let's go shopping. Sharp Mountain Range shopping. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about heading to town, Pip. It's uh, that's a that's something we need. To, I need to think about a bit. But let's uh, let's make our way back to Maddie's. Don't you miss your friends? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's just, I mean, I was uh, I was kicked out. No, I never seen a never seen a Goliath come back after getting kicked out. I'm not sure what'll happen. Just a visit, though. No one's even come back for just like a little visit. No, I think they usually just die. Ooh. Oh, I got dark. Okay. Oh, I mean, babe, you got to survive up here. You get rid of the weakest ones. That's how it works. Yeah, but you did. You did survive, and we're not going to tax their resources. It's not like you're moving back into your mom's basement, like. We, we'll leave, but I mean, I feel like the Sharp Mountain Ridge is far away from everywhere we've been. It'd be weird for you to not, like, say hi to your other St- Stanleys. Were there other Stanleys? Like, not Skull Stanley, but, like, the other Stanleys. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, was it, like, Femur Stanley and <laughs> Tibia Stanley? Yeah, I mean, there's 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 a bunch of bunch of glass I could uh, introduce you to. Let's, you know what? Let's let's head back. And we'll talk to Maddie real quick, and then maybe we can head into town. Just maybe don't mention it to Maddie. Okay. Guess is it weird that we're not Goliaths? Are like are there a lot of visitors to this area? There are not a lot of visitors to this area. Um, we often find a lot of travelers, like further down the slopes dead from the cold and from starvation and stuff but that's about that's about all we see other than glass and some game here there. what if the three of the rest of us got on each other's shoulders so we look like a goliath Does that work nah <laughs> most goliath perception check everybody perception check oh no oh no yeah 12. Uh, 17. 12. I'm still chasing sheep. All right, so Pip is a little preoccupied, but you all start to see a figure starting to walk up a beaten down path where the snow is a little packed down more. Um, Just Chess recognized the figure. Looks probably like medium keg. (laughs) Chess tenses up a bit and he's like, well, maybe we don't need to head back to Maddie. And uh, Chess starts to like wave, wave the figure over. Okay. You, you all look at Chester as he's starting to wave this figure over, and you see that this figure is about the same build as Maddie, except Chester's age. So he looks kind of kind of weak for his age, but he's bundled up in in robes, and you see a, there's this looks like a very thick book under one of his arms. No. And yeah, so Chess whispers back. He's like, guys. Uh, don't be too mean to him. He's pretty dumb. And he walks up the hill and he spots you and he just kind of stops for a second and then looks at you and says, Ah, if it isn't Chester Weakling. Chess kind of... Fancy seeing you here. (laughs) (laughs) Chess looks back and he's like, Well, if it isn't... It isn't medium idiot cag. Yeah, your insults were always quite insufficient, but whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah, okay. Why don't you go and try and lift up that stick, medium cag? Why don't you go get kicked out of the tribe again because you are too weak, Chester Weakling? <sighs> Listen, you want to try and uh, try and assert that yourself, uh, medium cag? Come here. I'm happy to show you. Chester, you know, I do not need fists to defeat you. Uh, yeah, I'd say you do, because you don't, you're pretty dumb. 
Don't certainly don't got the wits for it. I'd say you couldn't even uh, outwit a snake. Uh, um, Chester. <laughs> Listen, medium. <laughs> yes, Chester. It's really funny to just say his name first. first name. Just the first name. Medium. <laughs> um, what's happening back at the clan at the at the, the camp? That's none of your business, Chester. What's been what's been, what's been going You're on? No longer a part of the tribe. It's it's really none of your business. I don't know why you're, you're sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. Why don't you run off to uh, wherever you came from? And um, go die. Okay. Uh, well, so medium. Here's the thing. I I did run off a bunch of places, and I didn't die because you know what? I'm stronger than y'all, and I shouldn't have been kicked out because y'all cags are a bunch of cheaters. I know about the sword. You see him kind of kind of flinch a little bit, and he said, "Chester, we do whatever it takes to survive." Yeah, and if you if you while this conversation's going on, I'd like to like slowly work my way around to cut off his escape. Okay. He looks over to you and says, "Now, now, I believe a certain individual has made sure that you are quite flaccid at the moment. I don't believe you can do anything about it. Why don't you all step out of the way? Let me have my meeting with Matty and be off." How does he know that? Uh, I don't really want to cause problems for Matty and his existence in this place. Yeah, you know what, Medium, you go, uh, you go, chat with Matty. I'll, uh, I'll be seeing you later. Very well. And he just kind of trots up to to Maddie. You see, after a few moments, he steps out with some shirt <laughs> and a little bit what looks to be like some sort of jerky of some kind. Mm-hmm. And he starts going down the path that he came from. Just as like sort of his fists are clenched and he's like just looking, looking, staring at him. And he, he says, fellas, I think it'd be best if we went into camp. Yes, Queen. Did you see him flinch? You really got to him. He knows he's a dirty cheater. All right. And he knew something about me that he probably shouldn't. Yeah, how did he know that Funky was... That's my private problem. (laughs) 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 That was good. And that's where we'll end for tonight. Hey there. Welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler. Yes, there was a bit of music shuffling, which you might have noticed at the beginning of the episode. Uh, We changed our recap music and moved the old recap music. That's now going to be the DM Thoughts music permanently. So I hope you like the new music at the beginning of the episode. Now, just my general thoughts about this episode. It was fun to play a Goliath again. I haven't played one since Skull Stanley or hadn't played, you know, a goofy one really since Skull. So it was really fun to play as Maddie, and yes, uh, Maddie Mercy's kind of a tribute to Matt Mercer, who, as you've heard me say before, you know, once or twice that I listened to Critical Role, the actual kind of reason why I got into D&D, like a lot of people, so just kind of like a small Easter egg nugget. Other than that, it was a really fun episode, kind of exploring Chest's childhood and background, and I think you're going to find a lot of fun, goofy moments uh, in the future. So, thank you for listening. We'll catch you in two weeks for episode 21 of the No Mercy Podcast. Check out any major links at nomercypodcast.com. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye.